welcome back to Chrome Time with Grad Connection. This is our 10th episode and also the second part of our series on law clerkships. It's currently clerkship season and applications for Sydney, Perth and Canberra are closing soon, so be sure to head to the Grad Connection site and get yours in now. You can check out part one of our clerkship conversations with Minta Ellison Clark turned law grad Hannah Hurst in episode eight of the pod. But for now, hear the other side of the coin with our special guest for this episode. Hi everyone, my name is Emma Taylor. I am currently a national resourcing consultant at King and Wood Mallisons, and I work with our fantastic early careers team based in each of our offices across Australia. Perfect. So for all of our guests, we do want our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So could you give us a quick overview of your career journey so far? Yep. So I've had a little bit of a mix of industries in my career so far. Um, Prior to my role at KWM now, I worked at a supply chain company. And then prior to that, I was at a large contract catering company and I was in a generalist HR role at both of those organisations. So when I came into the legal industry four years ago, it was a big change for me, Um, not only because I was new to the legal industry, but also new to the early career space as well. Um, So there were definitely no more shipping containers (laughs) around me at the supply chain company um, when I came into law. So it was a, a big change, but a really exciting change for me as well. Yeah, for sure. That's really interesting. So with your previous experiences, obviously in a very different industry. So what are the main differences that you found between hiring for those companies before and then in the area of law specifically? Yeah, there's quite a few differences I can think of. Um, I found when coming into law and starting within the early career space and recruiting within that area, I noticed the difference in the breadth of skills that were transferable into a legal role. So this might be from client skills. So the client skills that students had at their part-time job working at McDonald's, the teamwork skills that they gained as part of their sports team, um, or the communication skills that they've developed during their group assignment, for example, at university. So that's one of the big changes that that I noticed is that breadth of transferable skills. And it really puts the students in a good place to leverage their past experiences and interests in the recruitment process as well. Yeah, for sure. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners know, and from what I learned chatting to our law grad um, in the first part of this episode series, law is a very competitive field. So on average, like how many applications would you say you get at KWM for one clerkship program? So like Sydney clerkships. For Sydney clerkships, we could receive around 400 to 500 applications or on a national scale, it could range between 1,500 to 2,000 applications. Yep. It's a lot. It's a very big scale. So for our listeners out there who don't know, applications for clerkships typically open from about June through to July or August, depending on your state. So what are the top three things that students looking to apply for clerkships should be aware of going into applications this year? Yeah, I think some of the, the, the main things that students should be aware of when applying for clerkships is at the moment, we all know that there are more employers out there competing for top talent and introducing new graduate programs within their organisations. So there are so many opportunities out there at the moment for students so I think it's really important uh, this year for students to, to really think about which organisations and firms that they want to apply for. 
and really do some research and understand what that organisation does and the areas of law that they practice in. Um, the recruitment process can be quite overwhelming. So thinking about this ahead of time can relieve that stress and confusion sometimes along the way of the recruitment process. So, so really researching on the different areas um, and the different law firms that students would like to apply for. The, the second thing I think would be that in-person engagement on campus is definitely back. Um, we're in the midst of that at the moment and we really love being out on campus and meeting students. So I think it's really important for, for students to try and make the time to go out to campus events and connect and communicate with uh, recruitment leaders um, and build those connections early ahead of the recruitment process. And the final thing I think that's important for students to remember is that firms want to learn more about you. So really be prepared to talk about yourself and what are your skills and what are your interests. It can be uncomfortable for some students, I do know, um, but think of it more as like a conversation with one of your friends. Uh, it's more fun for hiring managers and helps you to be stood out from the crowd as well. Yeah, 100%. So in terms of, you mentioned going back to in-person activities and like on campus. So for the assessment process, are things still virtual or going back to in-person or is it more of a mix of both? I think for, for KWM, we've definitely moved back to more of an in-person focus. Um, we find that where the students have more opportunity to communicate and build those relationships with um, the lawyers and partners across the firm. However, I think there might still be a little bit of a, a hybrid of in-person and virtual across the board, um, but particularly for KWM, we have moved back to, to in-person components. So you mentioned that there are a very large number of candidates that do apply to clerkships. So how important are things like cover letters to you when differentiating between candidates that you want to hire? Is there like anything specific to clerkships that you would say is important to address in cover letters? Yeah, I think overall it's really important to keep in mind when thinking about a cover letter and a resume um, just to keep it simple and not to try and overcomplicate it too much and make sure it is targeted to the role and the organisation that you're applying for. Reviewers can tell if it's generic um, and not structured to the job advertisement, so really review um, the, the cover letter and resume when you are submitting it. Uh, and don't leave out any experience that you've had. Uh, so make sure you include that part-time job at McDonald's that you had a few years ago and, and make sure all of your extracurricular activities and skills are in the cover letter and resume um, and, and, and list in there what you enjoy doing outside of law and your degree. But at KWM, we don't ask for a cover letter or oh, a resume. Really? So we are a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and I know some of the other firms still do. So we are a little bit different. So instead, we ask some specific questions within our application form that are targeted around the cover letter and the work history. Um, so just be a little bit prepared that not all application processes will be the same. Um, but overall, reviewers really want to get to know you and your passions and interests, not only for law, but also outside of law. So I think that's really important to, to make sure that that comes through. Mm, do you have like any examples of like specific ways that students could express their passion? So like, for example, would it be like demonstrating or like saying what area of law that they might want to go into? Yeah, I think definitely. I think definitely being specific about the types of areas of law that you're interested in. Um, and it's completely fine if students are not sure what areas of law that they're interested in. Um, that's quite common. But 
if there is a specific area, it is a benefit to, to add that in to the cover letter or resume. But it could also be on, on the outside of law area, um, you know, your passion and interest for uh, whether you play soccer or netball um, or your passion for reading or bushwalking. So making sure that that really comes through your cover letter and the responses within the application as well. Mm, so it's more like your personality as a whole, I guess. As yeah, well. exactly. Mm. Yeah. In terms of like the different areas of law that grads can go into, are there like any examples of what they are, like different teams and things? Because I think there are a lot of misconceptions or maybe students don't know the the breadth of roles that you can go into in law. Yeah, it's, it's massive. Um, so there's five main practice areas we have. At KWM, so we've got um, the mergers and acquisitions team, dispute resolution team, tax, projects in real estate and banking and finance. And there's, then there's a range of subsectors that fall within those practice areas. Um, so there's a huge, huge area of law that we, we practice and specialise in. And students are not uh, obliged to know every single area and know exactly which subsector that they want to work within it comes with time that you do learn more um, there's a lot of cross practice team work that happens so there's opportunities for um, that overlap within the different practice areas to happen so I think coming on as a grad that's when you really start to learn a bit more about all the different areas and how the teams work together um, we also do something called work share which means that if if individuals have capacity they can pick up some work from another area as well so yeah from what I understand the application stages for a clerkship is quite similar to that of a regular internship or grad program so like students might undergo psych testing video interviews and assessment centers so what are some of the things that you look for in clerkship candidates specifically there's probably quite a few different things that we, we look for. Um, one of the main things would be effective communication and interpersonal skills. So this can be seen through that written application at the start and also be seen through uh, the interviews and the recruitment events and assessments that happen throughout the process. The other thing that we look for is the ability to work within a team. So, you know, that might be around supporting and collaborating with colleagues Another area that's, uh, that's important for us is the ability to demonstrate your interest in pursuing a career in commercial law. So we want to know why you're passionate about law. And finally, we really look for students who are just open-minded and have a growth mindset. Um, so those who are willing to take on any opportunity that comes their way and take responsibility for their learning and development and reaching out with questions and asking for help when it's needed um, so they're continuing to better themselves. So that growth mindset and the, that open-mindedness is really important to see throughout the recruitment process as well. Mm, and are there like specific things that you'll look for in like the written application stage? Like how would you look for someone who does then have those communication skills? Like is it in the writing style or the things that they talk about? Yeah, definitely. So I think the, the communication skills can definitely come through the written response questions. Um, so we ask, for example, maybe three to four written response uh, questions. So uh, those communication skills can really shine through in their answers. And similarly with uh, the teamwork as well, uh, expressing that through through their answers and expressing that through um, some of the roles and responsibilities and work experience that they've had in the past. 
In terms of like landing a grad offer after being in a clerkship program, so how much does doing a clerkship actually increase your chances of landing a grad role at the same or at a different firm? That's a really good question um, because the main pipeline for graduates is through our clerkship cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't do a separate graduate recruitment or graduate okay. intake. So clerkships are really, really important, a big part of landing a graduate role at KWM and, and similarly for other firms. So is it like a guaranteed grad offer basis at KWM or is it more of a selection so it will be um, go through the recruitment process upon successful completion of the okay. recruitment and clerkship process mm-hmm. um, uh, will be given grad offers. Are you allowed to give like an estimation of like the percentage of clerks then that you'll typically take on as grads? Yeah, so in Sydney and Canberra, it's typically the majority of the clerks who then get grad offers for our Brisbane, Melbourne and uh, Perth centres because we do work winter clerkships as well. There's a bigger cohort of, of clerks there running for a graduate position. So it's only a portion of the clerks in Perth, Brisbane and Melbourne that do get grad offers. And it's probably around anywhere between 30 and 50% of the clerks will get grad offers. Yeah. So what makes a clerk stand out during their clerkship that would make you want to hire them as a grad? Yes, and we get asked this question all the time Mm -hmm. out on campus um, and leading up to the recruitment process. So there's quite a few tips that I can can share for for clerks to uh, stand down behind as a grad. Um, And I think it goes back to to that comment around the recruitment process and the interview process about being open-minded and showing that growth mindset. So really taking on all opportunities that you can throughout the clerkship program and show your interest and enthusiasm by putting your hand up for opportunities and reaching out to get involved if there's someone you'd like to talk to or a particular area that you'd like to learn more about. Make the most of the clerkship as an opportunity as well to build connections and relationships. That is the start of potentially your long-term career um, within that firm. So So really starting to build the connections and relationships at that stage um, so you can start building those for your your future. I would also suggest to to continually ask for feedback and ask as many questions as possible because no question is a silly question. It really only shows that you are really invested and you take pride in your work. And finally, I'd just say be yourself throughout the process as well. Um, You know, just, just be yourself and continue to to keep doing what you're doing and, and um, putting your hand up for all of those opportunities. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's interesting. The clerk that we had on also really emphasised the aspect of being yourself and that, yeah, if you don't be yourself early on in the application process, it will only come to bite you in the back later on. So exactly. definitely. Do you have any tips about like, I've heard stories about law firms being very competitive, um, obviously, in order to get that grad offer so like are there any tips or stories that you have about not being overly competitive but then still being able to stand out yeah I think it comes back to that piece about being yourself and staying true to who you are throughout the whole process as well um you know the the clerkship's also meant to be fun there's so many social events involved as well yeah um we hear from our clerks that you know they they form well as a cohort and stay friends for a long, long period of time. So I think, you know, it's it's competitive but also need to be careful to have 
fun yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's it's just really important to to make sure that you continue to to take on as many opportunities as possible and um, build those connections because it goes quick. Are you looking for a grad program or internship in the second half of the year? Well, I have good news because employers are still hiring and you can meet them at our virtual careers event, Meet the Employers, from the 18th to 26th of July. Don't miss out on application tips you can actually use, advice from current grads and the opportunity to get immediate interview feedback. Choose from five discipline days, business, engineering, technology, government, and a day specifically for international students. Register now, link in show notes. Yeah, so does that mean then that if someone who hasn't completed a clerkship before or a clerkship specifically at KWM, that they won't be able to join your grad program so there aren't any other pipelines potentially to come in? At the moment, there's there's no other direct pipelines for our graduate program, so it really just is the, the clerkship program. Sometimes there, there may be a um, additional graduate recruitment program announced um, but at the moment we can't foresee that happening so it's primarily just the the clerkship program. Yeah I know a lot of listeners might be curious what happens if students have missed that clerkship hiring period for the year or if they were unsuccessful. Do you have any like words of advice for candidates who were perhaps unsuccessful in their application and like what steps they could do next perhaps asking for feedback or other things? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things to to point out there as well. So the clerkships are open to um, penultimate and final year students. So those who are in their penultimate, um, so second last year of uni, um, if they are unsuccessful, they can definitely try again the next year in their final year of uni. Um, So if if that's the case, then uh, we really encourage you to to keep trying and keep progressing um, throughout your last year of your uni degree and and try again um, applying for for clerkships. Um, If unsuccessful again after the last year, um, it doesn't end there. It is a very, very tough process and so competitive. Um, so it's it's not the, the end of everything. There are a lot more opportunities out there um, and, uh, and a range of, of different areas of law and organisations that do recruit grad programs directly um, as well. So um, I'd probably advise to, to have a look at those organisations that do recruit graduates directly um, and and just continue reaching out and building those connections to try and find opportunities as and when they arise. Um, You know, you might put your hand up for something and it might be your long-term career or you might move around a lot. So I think you never know exactly where you're going to end up. So don't be afraid to, to put your hand up and reach out and just go for as many opportunities as you can. Yeah, for sure. In terms of like asking recruiters for feedback, do you have like any tips or preferences as a recruiter yourself? Like, do you like it when grads reach out to ask you about their application? I think we get asked a lot for feedback. Um, it, it's a bit challenging because we're dealing with such big numbers as well of applications. Um, but really, for those who do make it through the whole process and um, are unsuccessful at the office stage, we do try and give some direct constructive feedback to um, and we're more than willing to, to set up a phone call and discuss um, some feedback from their application process or their interview as well. Um, so if you do want that feedback at the end of the process, then yeah, definitely reach out and ask for it. Otherwise, it's a missed opportunity yeah. if you don't. 
I'm also curious then, what is the most common question you get asked by first year law students? Mm, I think the most common question I probably get is, what can I start doing now to get a head start? Mm. So there's there's quite a few things that I mention when I get asked that question. Uh, one of the, the points is to really try and start attending as many campus events as you can uh, and if you're able to, um, just to start building that knowledge of the different firms and organisations out there uh, and building those connections with the recruitment and hiring managers as well. And also to, to get involved in your university law society. It's a really good part to, to build those connections as well and understand more about the firms and what they do and the areas of law that they specialise in. Um, I also advise that they have a look at the virtual experience programs through Forage. Lots of firms have those available now and it's a great way to actually undertake some of the real life work that you could be doing within that firm um, that's structured at a clerk or grad level. Um, so those virtual experience programs are generally um, promoted on all of the firm's websites um, and it really does replicate that real life work. So really encourage uh, first year students to jump online and undertake that. It's free and can be done in your own time. Um, so it's um, really encouraged to, to immerse themselves in that and can be used on any resumes as well. Also maybe to start thinking about some part-time or paralegaling work um, if they can fit it in with their studies. I know the first year can be quite daunting within a law degree. Um, so just start, start to think about any part-time work or paralegaling that you can fit in within your studies. And finally as well, just continue to focus on your degree and your studies. Um, try not to get too overwhelmed with thinking about where you might be within the next four or five years when you finish your degree. Um, so don't put too much pressure on yourself in the early stages of your degree and, and try and enjoy uni life as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to chat a little bit about the onboarding process for grads. So you mentioned before that you recently um, onboarded your, your graduate yes. cohort. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that and like what grads can look forward to. Yeah, for sure. So earlier this year in February, we inducted our national graduate cohort. Um, so our national cohort came to Sydney. So all of our grads from our other four centres across Australia flew to Sydney for two days off-site in Manly. Um, so it was a really fun, energetic, exciting two days. Um, the two days was really structured around connection and belonging and was really targeted at making the most of um, getting to know each other and building those connections and understanding um, what is expected of you during your graduate program and um, hearing from panellists across the firm from senior associates and partners about their career journeys and what a career at KWM could look like as well. So um, something we did a little bit differently this year and that was really exciting um, and we look to do that in future years. Um, but it's really a great way for the grads to get settled into the firm and understand their role and their responsibilities and be, build those connections on a national scale yeah. um, and then continue to go back to their centre and undertake some more um, on-the-ground training and development. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun and a really great opportunity for the whole cohort to um, get together. Well, how about for clerkships? How, what does the process look like for that when they come on board? Yeah, it's a little bit similar to, to graduates. So there will be um, the structured firm-wide induction components at the start of the clerkship program and then there will be the practice-specific 
um, training as well. But with the clerkship program, the the, the learning and development sessions are scheduled throughout the entirety of the clerkship program. So there's that ongoing learning um, through the, the online sessions and then also on-the-job learning throughout the clerkship program as well. Yeah. What are some of, like, the social activities that they can look forward to? Yeah, there's there's lots of different things from paint and sip to dinners to um, being part of the netball or soccer team. Uh-huh. Um, lots of the social activities are also um, run by the clerks themselves, so they will also arrange some some social activities as part of the cohort themselves. But then there's also some more structured social activities that that we run, like those ones that I mentioned as well. Alrighty, so it's time for once again our listener question segment. So a friendly reminder to follow us over on Instagram at Grad Connection to make sure that you don't miss out on submitting a question next time. So for this episode, when people think of law, they often think of lots of public speaking, you know, meeting with clients and in general, lots of people facing and generally extroverted sort of activities so our listener question is from at b.ecli and they ask how can introverted students stand out during I guess the application process and maybe also the clerkship program itself it's a good a good question um and I think I think it probably goes back to as well about being yourself and trying to to make sure that you continue not to be someone who you're not. So if you are a little bit introverted um, and a little bit um, shy and quiet during the recruitment process, I think um, that's, you know, not entirely a disadvantage. Um, We understand that people, um, you know, are not all confident and happy to talk about themselves and about their skills and their experiences. So I think just trying to maybe have a little think about leading up to the clerkship process and the recruitment process. Just think about, you know, how can I maybe express a little bit more about my skills and my experiences and my interests and be a little bit more comfortable in in speaking about yourself. I know it's really hard, but I think the more that you try and and be open and honest about that, it will really come through. Um, So I think, yeah, that that honesty piece is is just really important as well. you know, you're, you're welcome to tell your interviewers that, you know, you are a bit of a shy person and, and that you'd like to take a bit more time to answer the questions and that's completely fine. Um, you know, we're, we're um, quite informal with our interview style, so um, it's really more of a, a conversation. Well, I hope that's reassuring to a lot of students out there and to our listener who asked that question as well. So what do you think is your favourite aspect about your job? What is it that you really love about grad recruitment or clerkship recruitment? I think it's just the excitement level um, that comes through from the students. Um, I think it's 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 really, really um, nice to see that, you know, all the hard work that goes in the background throughout the recruitment process, um, to see the students at the end come through the clerkship, come through the grad program and, and land, you know, their, their role at at KWM, um, the journey is so large for them from their degree to when they become a graduate. Um, so I think it's really comforting and really exciting to see um, the excitement level of the students that come through and the passion that they have for putting everything that they've learned throughout the university degree into practice and trying to really strive to, 
to work hard and make their, their long-term goals of whether that's becoming a senior associate or a partner. Um, it's really nice to see that journey for them and that they've started their long-term career at KWN. Yeah, I can imagine it's a really rewarding experience for you to go through. So um, I like to also ask all of our guests, what is the best piece of career advice that someone has given to you? Oh, that's a tricky one. (laughs) What's my career advice? I think it's probably to just put your hand up if you're ever struggling or feel overwhelmed. Um, I think working within the legal industry, there's lots of um, really fast turnarounds and timelines. And I think sometimes it can be a lot for, for some, not just working as a lawyer, but also working in other areas within the law firm. So I think one of the best career advice I've given is just put your hand up if you need help and don't sit on it for too long when it can become an issue. So um, I think, yeah, be comfortable to speak up um, when you need help and when you when you do feel like you are struggling a little bit um, with your workload. So wrapping things up a little bit, is there anything that you would like to plug that you think would be helpful to upcoming grads or in your case, clerks and law students? in their job search this podcast <laughs> this <one. laughs> oh, that makes me really happy yeah maybe yeah definitely listen to as many podcasts as much as you can I think you know in your spare time if you have the opportunity to jump onto all of the job sites uh, for, for graduate specific roles um, I think it's it's really really helpful there's a bunch of information on all of the the graduate job sites that can really help students understand more about the recruitment processes. Sometimes the information about grads and clerks can get lost in big firm websites. So I think the grad job boards are really, really important piece um, for students to, to learn more about the firms and, and hear from um, the recruitment managers and the clerks and the grads from those firms themselves. Appreciate the plug. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, any other final thoughts before we wrap up the episode? I think, yeah, just for students to just be really open-minded, feel confident about themselves throughout the recruitment process and just try and prepare and research uh, organisations as much as possible so you know you have your best foot forward throughout the recruitment process. Amazing. So that brings us to the end of part two of our clerkship episode series. Um, a huge thank you to Emma for coming in today in person to record this episode and for sharing all of your recruitment insights. Um, it's been really great to be able to hear both the grad and the recruiter side of the table. I can't believe we've already reached our 10th episode anniversary of Cram Time with Grad Connection. A huge thank you to all you listeners out there who've stuck around and kept hitting that play button. We really do appreciate your support. As always, if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to give us a rating if you're listening on Spotify or a view on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to head to au.gradconnection.com to scope out all of our current open opportunities, especially clerkships right now.